This is the Vegetarian Zen Podcast, episode number 65. Welcome to Vegetarian Zen, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and the veg curious to share tips for living a healthy lifestyle. Now sit back, relax, and prepare to get your veg on. Hey there, Veg Zeners. Welcome back to Vegetarian Zen. My name is Vicki. And this is Larissa. And in this episode of our podcast, you're going to hear part two of our series on cruelty-free products. So you may, re- may recall in episode 64, we gave you an introduction to some of the programs out there for cruelty-free. But this time around, in episode 65, we're going to clarify some of that information about the cruelty-free certification programs And we're also going to let you know some good cruelty-free products and where you can buy them because they can be a little tricky to find. Right. They're they're out there. It's just depending on where you live and, you know, you know how that goes. And, of course, we have the beauty of the Internet now. So, you know, you can order some of these things. Yes. But first, I know we have we've been getting some ratings, which is awesome. Yes, we've gotten a lot of ratings uh, lately, so we'll be reading, we'll have plenty to read uh, for the next, I don't know, how many weeks, podcast episodes. So. That doesn't mean you shouldn't submit no. yours. Keep keep sending them, please. <laughs> All right, so so let's talk about, uh, we have a rating from iTunes, and this was from Taylor White, and he has, he has his own podcast, it's the IREL podcast, it's a real estate uh, podcast. So he says, happy body, happy mind. He says, great new show for me, all about eating healthy, being healthy, and having a great life. Well, thank you, Taylor, for that review. We greatly appreciate that. And I should add that these ratings that we've been getting have really helped bump us up Mm -hmm. in the iTunes ratings. So thank you guys so much for that, because that really does impact how we're able to be, how people are able to find us. So thanks again. Now, I know we have a Facebook shout out too, right? We do. We got a message yesterday, a Facebook message from Norma Brown. So, Norma, thank you, first of all. And this is what Norma had to say. She said, hi, thank you for your podcast. I love it. I actually just went to iTunes and gave you a rating, five star, of course, under the name Veg Newbie. And I'm just going to interject here. Thank you for the five star rating, Norma. And so then she goes on to say, keep up the great work. I can hardly wait for my Monday walk to work so I can listen to your Veg to Vegan podcast. That was the one that came out uh, two two weeks ago. Yeah, that was uh, 63. Yes. Mm -hmm. And she says, I know you're going to be doing some YouTube videos. I have an idea. I need to learn to work tofu. I have never cooked it. Don't know how. No idea when I look at the packages what the difference is between them. So I always put them back on the shelf. Please help. Have a great day. Ooh, that's a good one. Yes, that's a good one. Because that still confuses me because you're the primary chef of the house because I still have my nine to five corporate job. So usually by the time I get home, I have the luxury of having (laughs) dinner already made, which I greatly appreciate. But you're the one that usually does that. So that is a great idea. Thank you so much, Norma. We appreciate that. Definitely. And we've added that to our video list. And let's talk about our videos uh, for a moment. Okay, so as of right now, we've only have two, but mm-hmm. I will say they are so much fun to do. They are, and we, now we're having keep a blast. In mind, well, yeah, right now we uh, in this recording time only have two, but by the time this episode comes out, we should have at least fifteen because we are participating in a video challenge and so you'll see on all of our videos in september you'll see uh the hashtag vid 
Timber, vid timber, hashtag vid timber. And it's a video challenge uh, that w- is issued by Chris Ducker. And he is, uh, I'll link to, I'll link to it so He's you can see. He's got his own podcast. Yeah. 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 But if you, if you go on YouTube or on Facebook and you um, search for hashtag vid timber, you'll find a lot of it. So, uh, so we'll be doing hopefully a video a day for the month of September and that'll get us to our that'll help us meet our goal of getting our YouTube channel up and going uh, for 2014 and plus we've gotten a lot of we we've mentioned that we want to get a YouTube channel we've gotten some really good requests but since we've actually been even putting out these these last two videos Mm -hmm. we've gotten some really good ideas from folks so please be sure to send us an email or leave us a message letting us know what you want to hear right okay so are we ready to dive in I think we are let's go let's Let's continue this cruelty-free discussion. Okay, let's hug some bunnies. All right. We'll virtually hug some bunnies while we're talking. Okay, so as we talked about in episode 64, we went through a couple of different uh, certification programs for companies that want to be certified as having cruelty-free products. So we talked about uh, two of them specifically, uh, the Leaping Bunny program and then also PETA's program. And PETA, of course, is People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals. But so in doing some follow-up research, I came across a really interesting blog post. And of course, because this is a per- on a personal blog, I, of course, went and you know checked all the information that she talks about. But this is from a Canadian um, blog. It's a cruelty-free cosmetics blog, and it's called Je T'aime by Hotashi. And in this article, she does a good explanation of the differences between the Leaping Bunny certification and PETA certification. And it really kind of made me reconsider our recommendation to you for relying on the PETA cruelty-free logo and their on relying on their um, list when you're looking for cruelty-free products. And here's why. Yeah, so let's talk a little bit about PETA certification. So the applicants must complete a short questionnaire, which this is the part that kind of concerned us. We don't know what the questions that are asked of the applicants are because they're not disclosed on their website. Unlike the Leaping Bunny, which does have the questions and the application very full disclosure Mm -hmm. on their website. They also sign a statement of assurance, which, again, what does that mean? Right. Uh, again, Leaping Bunny does have what that means on their mm-hmm. side, and we're going to talk a little bit about that in a second. Mm-hmm. And then once they complete the two requirements, PETA adds them to their cruelty-free shopping guide. They give the business an option to license the logo. That's option. It's a one-time $100 fee. And on the website, the info page for the applicant list asks for how many consumers the PETA shopping guide reaches, how many weekly visitors the PETA PETA website receives, and it says that PETA hosts cruelty-free product giveaways on the website that can attract more buyers to the company. So Larissa and I, as we were discussing this, we we kind of, that didn't sit right with us quite so, so much. I mean, Larissa probably a little bit more than me. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of like more, I, I can understand the business aspect You're more business-minded. I'm more business-minded, so I can understand that companies would be like, okay, what's in it for me? And for me, the bottom line is if it means less animals getting hurt and tested on, then if that's what it takes to get companies to lure companies, unfortunately, sometimes that's what it is, then so you're talking that's about, their motivation. So you're yeah. talking about giving companies incentives yes. to 
to do the cruelty free option. Yes, but the part I do, I I definitely, well, I think we both agreed it. I did not like not seeing the the application or this assurance statement Mm -hmm. because what does that mean right Right? that could be right okay we promise you know right you know what does that mean what is a promise exactly um so and just to clarify when i after i read that that article on the blog that blog i went to PETA's website and i went to leaping bunny and i went to their application their applicant page so this is where i'm getting this information it's i'm not just taking the that blogger's word for it i went and i clicked on PETA and i clicked on you know apply and it has an info page and then i did the same thing for leaping bunny now leaping bunny which we'll talk about uh coming up right right now uh they actually have when you go to their website leapingbunny.org the very first page the that when you hit the home it before the even traditional homepage. It's a page that says um, consumer enter here, and then it says companies enter here. So when I was doing this research, I clicked on the company side. You sneaky. Ah, I know, I'm a sly dog. (laughs) Um, So that's what I did to to find out exactly what their process is. So with Leaping Bunny, one thing that really stood out to me, and this is available, this part is available on the consumer side as well, you can look at their four-page PDF document, which contains the corp. It's called the Corporate Standard of Compassion for Animals. This is what they they hold these companies up to uh, to see if they, you know, when they're considering them for cruelty-free uh, status or certification. So this is a four-page document, and you can see it on the co- the can the company side, and you can also see it from our side. So what this uh, what I like about it, several things. It includes both health and beauty products and household products. So this opens this up for even more companies to achieve the cruelty-free certification status. So it's not just cosmetics. It's not just, you know, hand cream or whatever. It's also things like toilet cleaner and, you know, all-purpose cleaners and laundry detergent and things like that. So I really like that. Okay, so now here's what the applicants for the Leaping Bunny cruelty-free certification must agree to. Okay, so first, not test their own ingredients or finished products on animals. Okay. The second one is they agree not to use any ingredients from third-party suppliers who test on animals. That's good. Yes. That's awesome. So that's extending even further out. Mm Mm-hmm. And then the third one is they must implement a supplier monitoring system and obtain statements from all their suppliers saying that the ingredients that they're purchasing from these suppliers are not tested on animals. So that even goes, you know, a little further. So those companies have to uh, prove that. The fourth one is... In addition to all that, in addition to implementing the supplier monitoring system, they have to submit to an annual audit of their supplier monitoring system. So that's audited by the CCIC, which is the Leaping Bunny certification place. So then once the applicant has complied with all of that, they will receive their certification and they'll be added to the Leaping Bunny cruelty-free companies list. And then just the same as with PETA, they have the option of licensing that logo. It's a one-time fee, just like PETA, but it's on a sliding scale. So it's based on the company size. So yeah. if, you, if you're 
a company that has, you know, 30 employees, you're not going to be paying the same as a company that has 30,000 employees. That's great, too, because that kind of that gives smaller companies an incentive as well, because they, don't, they shouldn't be paying these big licensing or I'm sorry, big fees that the or licensing fees that the bigger companies would be paying. Right. And I mean, the PETA one is only $100, but it, and it's a $100 flat fee. Yeah. So I mean, that $100 is definitely affordable. But I, I kind of like the sliding scale aspect of it, because it helps bring money in to the Leaping Bunny program to fund their their efforts. And it'll bring more money in from the companies who can afford to pay more. Yeah. But not penalize small companies. All right. So let's talk about some Leaping Bunny certified product companies you can probably find in your local stores. And now um, when we talk about these, there are several different things that we'll talk about for each one. Uh, One is whether or not they use the Leaping Bunny logo. And the, the only reason I'm mentioning that is because... For companies that do, you know, it's obviously going to be easier for you to spot those. So if they don't use a logo, then you'll have to go to the Leaping Bunny app or look on their website. Or I think you can even order a paper guide if you like, if you like that, if you want to keep it in your purse or your pocket or, or whatever. But that'll just tell you whether you can see it right away. And then also I kind of included whether their parent company is cruelty-free because some of these companies... Their big parent companies that they're owned by are not necessarily cruelty-free. So that may be important to you. It may not. It, it just depends. So I thought I'd mention that here. It's so. What's so challenging is there's so many like huge companies that own these smaller companies. So it's it can be very challenging. I mean, we had the same discussion out. with GMOs, right? Mm-hmm. So some companies were for labeling, but then the big parent company was anti-labeling. So mm-hmm. it's it, it can be challenging. So hopefully, some of this information we're sharing with you will at least help you make a more educated decision. Right. Okay. So what's first? All right. The first one is Burt's Bees. That's a pretty common one. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people have seen like. Those like I know there's like uh, they have chapsticks, chapstick, hand cream, that kind of stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. They use the Leaping Bunny logo, but their parent company is Clorox, and Clorox is not cruelty free. Mm-hmm. So that's one of those where you know, I mean, if you buy Burt's Bees products, then they're certified that they're not tested on animals. But you know, I mean, Clorox make how many products does Clorox make? Tons. I know. You know so yeah. that's something to consider. I don't think we use any of their products anymore, do we? I don't think so. No. I think we. Well, most of our cleaners are natural. Yes. Yeah. As far as cleaning, yes. Um, all right. The next one is Dr. Bronner's, and Dr. Bronner's I probably have mentioned before because that's what I use the Castile soap that I use when I make our hand soap and for the kitchen and uh, when I make cleaners. Dr. Bronner's, it's called Dr. Bronner's Magic Soaps, I think, or Magic something. But um, they have the Castile soaps, and they have different scents. They have, but they also have baby products. They have other, like, personal, like, healthcare type products. And they may have some other cleaning. I'm not sure. But they do use the, the Leaping Bunny logo, and they're their own company. They're not a subsidiary of anything. Awesome. So, yeah. So, and you can find, I don't know if you can find Dr. Bronner's at like our local HEB store, which is our main grocery store, but I know you can find them at Whole Foods and of course they're available online. I usually order mine from Amazon. In fact, I have links to in our, our Amazon affiliate store on our website. I have some links to the Dr. Bronner's Castile soap and everything that I've ordered in the past. 
That's a great way to get stuff, by the way, mm-hmm. especially if you have Amazon Prime and you get the free shipping anyways. I mean, that's... Yeah. Sometimes we cool. order from Amazon, what, like four times a week? I know. <laughs> because we don't have to pay shipping and it yeah. comes in two days. So. Yeah. Okay. All right. Then there's Mrs. Myers. Mm-hmm. And Mrs. Myers uses the, the Leaping Bunny logo, and their, but their parent company is not cruelty-free. That is Caldria company mm-hmm. right now mrs myers uh y- if you've seen them they have like the pump the hand soap and the pumps and they have i think they might have bar soap and they've got some other cleaning products as well so that's another one that um it's a good product but if you don't want to support companies that you know are not cruelty free then skip mrs myers um okay nature's gate nature's gate we have their uh shampoo and conditioner that we just started using. Well, I've been using the conditioner for a while. But when we did this cruelty-free uh, stuff, I found out that the shampoo we were using is not cruelty-free. So uh, I bought some Nature's Gate, and I really like it. It smells good. They have different scents and for different types of hair. So it's it's a really good product. I don't think I've tried that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's in the shower. All right. Try I'll it. check it out. <laughs> uh, just remember the shampoo's on the top and the conditioner's on the bottom. Okay. So <laughs> she, she came to me one time, and she said, I just used that new shampoo in there, and it didn't lather. I said, it's probably because it was in conditioner. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so shampoo on the top, conditioner on the bottom. Okay, so then there's Toms of Maine. Now, Toms of Maine was one of the original signatories in 1996 of the Leaping Bunny logo. <laughs> While they are still part of the program, their parent company is not cruelty-free. They were acquired by Colgate-Palmolive in 2006. Yeah, and that, you know, that... That's kind of sad to me. I mean, I guess I I understand, again, from a business perspective that, you know, they accepted an offer from Colgate Palmolive to expand their business. Maybe I'm not sure why or how that came about. But it's kind of sad because they started out as a, you know, a small. Yeah, one of the original signatories. Yeah, and they were a small company, a local company, and then they went bigger and I don't know. That's just kind of sad to me. And yeah. I mean, I understand business is business. and But Colgate Palmolive is a cruelty-free company. And it's not a cruelty-free company. And, you know, we don't use their products. So, Okay, so then there's Sprouts Farmers Markets. And those are in Arizona, California, Colorado, New Mexico, Nevada, Oklahoma, Texas, and Utah. And we do have a Sprouts here. We do have a Sprouts here. And, you know, I haven't been there in a long time. But when I did go there before, I really wasn't that impressed. It wasn't very clean. It wasn't. And we prefer the Whole Foods. Right. And, you know, maybe they've changed. It's been a number of years. Maybe we should give it another shot. Maybe we should. Yeah, there's a couple of them in town, actually. So, okay, so they do use, they have licensed the Leaping Bunny logo on their products. Um, okay, and then the next one is Seventh Generation. Now, this is a, a big kind of company as far as green cleaning and, and things like that go. We use Seventh Generation products. I use, we use the, sorry, that's Jake. Jake uses Jake. Seventh Generation products. <laughs> he, he wholly endorses Seventh Generation. So thank you, Jake. But uh, we have, right now, we have the dish, dishwasher Pot, little pod things yeah. and then we have the dish soap and what else do we have that's we do the toilet cleaner now we don't I, we, I keep these in the cabinets in the bathrooms but we don't use them a whole lot because our house cleaner who comes every other week the company that she works for is green and so they use green products too but so but seventh generation does laundry they do dish they do all kinds of stuff like that but they also do baby and kids products and health and beauty which i didn't know about Oh, cool. 
And then well, the, we really wouldn't know about that because we, well, the baby and kids, yeah. anyways. <laughs> uh, and then they also do, they have a free and clear line of products, which are dye and perfume free. And I know we've had at least one person, uh, Danielle, Danielle Freed, had emailed me and said that she has a problem with sensitivities to like the dyes and the perfumes and things. So that's another thing that you can look out for to see if the companies have a um, dye free, perfume free line. Okay, and then there's Paul Mitchell Hair Products, which I do use, and they were also one of the original signatories in 1996 of the Leaping Bunny program. Right, that's and, cool. Yeah, but the only thing is they don't use the, the Leaping oh. Bunny logo, but yeah. they do say something about not being tested on animals. Mm-hmm. Then there's the Body Shop. I know we have several around San Antonio, yeah, right? Yeah, there's one at La Cantera Mall, and yeah, there's a couple, I think. Okay, and those were they were also one of the original signatories in 1996, and they used the Leaping Bunny logo. Their p- parent company, though, is not cruelty free, and that is L'Oreal. Right. So if if you use L'Oreal Cosmetics um, and you're concerned about cruelty free, you might want to look for an alternative. And fortunately, there are plenty online companies or you know products that are cruelty free. And so let's talk about some of the online ones because not, I mean, not everybody, most people would be able to find probably most of the products we just mentioned. But again, if you live in a small town in the Midwest, you may not have, you know, those stores close by that would carry them. Or if you just want the convenience, you know, I prefer the convenience. I don't like, I I hate shopping. I know. I hate it. Me too. Me too. I get restless like a kid. I think I have flashbacks when I was a kid. (laughs) I just get restless. Should I stuff you in the bottom of the cart? And, yes. You know? Okay. All right. So uh, online, and I just pulled a couple because there are so many of them. And if you go to the Leaping Bunny website, leapingbunny.org, you can find tons. So the best thing to do is kind of go online and, and look for yourself. But just a couple. Cleaning products. There's a company called Citrasolve Cleaners. Uh, they don't use the Leaping Bunny logo but they are certified and they're green. So they're environmentally friendly. You can't buy from their website, but you can buy them from plenty of online retailers, um, Amazon, other websites, you know, we'll sell them as well. And then there's EcoMe. Now EcoMe, we did a, we did a uh, podcast on our other podcast, which is no longer in existence. We gave that one up to give more time to vegetarians and, but EcoMe are cleaning pets and skincare products. Now the, in the story of that company is really interesting. They were on, the reason that we did another podcast on them was our podcast was on the, the show, The Profit. It's a CNBC and show that's spelled P-R-O-F-I-T. And they were a company that was kind of flailing. And this millionaire, Marcus Lemonis, goes in there and helps them turn their company around. Really good show. If you haven't caught that episode, I don't even remember which episode number it was. But it was in the first season, I think, of the show. Their company was formed when the sister of one of the owners came down with cancer. And she was cleaning her house with, like, those commercial cleaning products. And thought, I don't want my sister who's battling cancer to be exposed to this. So she created some of her own cleaning products and hence her company was born. Mm-hmm. Right. Now they do use the Leaping Bunny logo and you can buy directly from their website. So, And I know they're available in some stores too. So if you live in a big city, uh, you may be able to find find them. And then just a couple of cosmetics that are online. Afterglow Cosmetics has a really, really big line of products. They are cruelty-free. And then also Arbonne 
and they have an online store, but I know they also have local representatives because I met one one time here. That was at some event, and I, I met one, and uh, she sells them directly. Oh, okay. Yeah. She'll come to your house and do all that stuff. So you might want to look and see if there's anybody in your area if you want to actually have, like, demonstrate, have somebody demonstrate them or, you know, try them out. So Now, one little caveat about some of this, and I know somebody had left us, I think it was a Facebook message or some sort of message, um, talking about how you really kind of have to experiment with these a little bit on yourself because they're not the commercial, commercially chemical-infused animal tested products they're gonna not exactly go on your skin this the same way that one of those would so don't expect it to be like a l'oreal foundation or something that you're putting on your face there can be a little bit of a difference even with the shampoos so Mm -hmm. the shampoos don't lather as much and actually i read something about where that lather is just was created to give you the feeling yeah. that you're getting clean but really doesn't have anything to do with the actual getting clean right and, so, you know and then the other thing uh it's a chemical that, yeah, the, it is the, a chemical the, yeah. exactly but the other thing that is a little bit different about these things is some of them don't have as long of a shelf life because they don't have the chemical preservatives and things in them that will keep them they have a lot of them will have natural preservatives but of course those don't last as long as these chemicals yes and i will tell you though that Sometimes we end up not using stuff before it expires, but I feel much better and can sleep better at night throwing away a $6 bottle of something that I know no animals harmed on and just buying another one mm-hmm. than having something that's going to stay 15 years on my shelf, but knowing that animals were tortured because of it. Right, exactly. And that's so, potentially harmful to you. That's exactly right. Uh, and then one, one thing about costs, you know, you are going to pay a little more for most of this stuff. Not all of it. Some of it is is more in the affordable, I mean, the, the same range as, as commercial other commercial products, but... Some of it, yeah, you're going to pay more. And that's something that you can kind of look around and, and compare prices to because some of the cosmetics are like way off the chart expensive, but then you can find some that are more reasonable. But again, what are you paying for, right? Yes. Just like yes. when you buy organic, yes. what are you buying for? What are you paying for? Yes. You're paying for the peace of mind knowing that animals were not harmed mm-hmm. and also for the potential of not harming yourself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. So, well, I hope this has been helpful. Uh, that reminds me of, remember that movie, The Incredible Shrinking Woman? Yes. Back in the 80s? That was one of my favorite ones, but it was probably one of the, like, it influenced me so much when, when uh, it was with Lily Tomlin. If you're not familiar with it, go Wonderful. check it out. It's a really funny way, though, of showing what happens to this woman. She starts to shrink because of all the chemicals that she uses mm. in her house. And yeah, that's she's a great movie. It's, it is a really good, good movie. Thank, thanks for thinking of that. We need to watch that. Now. Maybe we should give one a copy away for Christmas or for our veggie-versary or something. Oh, that's a That'd good That would be idea. really cool. All right, I think that does it. Now, I don't anticipate that this this conversation is closed even with this uh-uh. episode. So yeah. we broke this up into two parts, but this can go on for a while. I mean, obviously, because more companies, hopefully, will be turning to these programs. And I want to also make sure to, re- to reiterate, it's not that we're bashing the PETA program. Mm-hmm. It could be a very fine program. But the, the issue we had with it was very kind of secretive and cloaked. So if anybody from PETA wants to reach out to us and, and give us a little bit more information about what's on the program, mm-hmm. uh, you know, if I saw something with PETA on it, I'd feel better than not have anything at all. Mm-hmm. So I definitely am not bashing that program. I just wish they were a little more transparent with what goes into being certified by them as cruelty-free as as the Leaping Bunny program is. Good point. Good point. All right. So I think we're ready to move into the recipe of the week. That sounds good. And the recipe sounds good. Yes, it does. <laughs> and it is 
a South Texas favorite made veg for you, and it's mm -hmm. tortilla soup. Right. Now, and you know, a lot of the, the problem with that is when you go to a restaurant, uh, especially around here, and it's, you know, full of steak and ribs and chicken and, and pork and all this stuff, you can't eat a lot. And so you, you, if you're a vegetarian, so you say, okay, well, what kind of soup do you have? Well, we have chicken tortilla soup. We have or even if it just says tortilla with beef. Soup, yes. It, you have to ask mm -hmm. what stock is it made from, and it's usually chicken. It's chicken the tortilla, stock. The tortilla soup is typically chicken. It's chicken stock, right. So, you know, I mean, that's kind of leaves us out of that, too. But that doesn't mean that you can't make a delicious tortilla soup without meat, or animal products. Yes, and the weather's going to... It's hard to think about yeah, drinking soup right now when it's about 105 outside, but <laughs> I'll tell you what, it's going to get start to get cool, uh -huh. so well, this would be a good one. In, what, two months? <laughs> this yeah, is the 1st of September right now when we're recording this, and it's 100 and freaking two degrees yeah, outside. Yeah, yesterday it was 102. Ugh, yuck. Okay, so what are we going to... Where are we going to show them? We're going to have a link to the recipe? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So it'll be on the website. Uh, I'll link to it in the show notes and uh, you'll be able to get that there. And then, of course, with all of our recipes, we put them on Pinterest. We put them out on Facebook. We tweet them out. We do, you know, an Instagram. I'll take a picture and put it on Instagram. So you can find our recipes in tons of different ways. Yeah. I don't know if your recipe has any sort of uh, addition of avocado, but I would highly encourage people to try it with avocado because mm -hmm. it is amazing when you throw mm -hmm. some slices of avocado in there yeah you can always I'm getting hungry now you can always do like thin slices and put them on the t on the side for a garnish and you know because i don't like avocado so all right so let's go to the quote of the week okay this is my quote i found this go quote. For it. it it's so funny i was looking for quotes and i always start out when i look for a quote for an episode i start out specific so i start out specific to that episode and if i can't find anything that's you know directly to that episode, then I go a little broader and a little broader. And I was reading through tons of quotes yesterday, and I was reminded of this one that I haven't heard in a long time, but it's one of my favorite quotes from one of my favorite people. It's This is Groucho Marx. One of the things that he said is, outside of a dog, a book is man's best friend. Inside of a dog, it's too dark to read. <laughs> and it, it's just silly. It has nothing to do with animal cruelty, I mean, cruelty-free products or vegetarianism or anything. But it always tickles me and it always makes me laugh. Well, it's so. animals. Yeah. And dogs are, a dog is one of my best friends here. This is true. So, yeah. And so are books. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. So anyway, that's, that's my silliness for today. All right. Well, I think that does it for our episode this week. All right. Well, we'll see you next time. On to episode 66. Peace out. Bye. Hey, Veg Centers. Thanks so much for joining us today. Please be sure to visit our website at www.vegetarianzen.com. You can also find us on Facebook at Facebook forward slash Vegetarian Zen or on Twitter at Vegetarian Zen. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind.